0: When discussing the history of professional wrestling in Japan, the genesis does start with one man, and that man, I fucking knew you were going to do this shit, <laughs> is Ricky Dozan, a hero to the Japanese people, someone who was so famous that the entire country, nation, Japan mourned his loss. We do not have anything comparable to Ricky Dozan here stateside, just a true legacy, whose popularity, whose influence, whose sheer gravity and weight to what is the japanese professional wrestling scene can never be understated hello everyone i'm prince devin wrestling historian today i am joined with my co-hosts
1: hi i remember autumn she her i'm also a wrestling historian i know everything there is to know about wrestling please ignore any evidence to the contrary
2: I, and we have I, one guest what
1: sorry i cut you off totally go
2: hey i'm lilith um i wouldn't call myself a wrestling historian as much as i uh uh i'm kind of kind of current era i just i just know the shit out of a lot of uh people who fight in their underwear can i swear on this i didn't know
0: oh, oh come on <laughs> <laughs> on our good Please. christian podcast <laughs> We had like a
1: really long string of episodes in like the early part of the season where there was this running joke where Nazis came up every single time. Cool. We're not getting monetized. All it's right. never happening for
2: us. Awesome. 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 Okay. 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 Um, sweet. Well, I'm excited to talk about some, some fake underwear fighting. Um, it's one of my favorite things to talk about. Welcome to original podcast do not steal
1: if you for some reason don't know what the podcast is about right now Then that would be really weird because it would be really weird for you to tune in To like the second wrestling episode of the wrestling three-parter and not know what the pod. why what are you doing here? If you don't know what the podcast is, but just in case (laughs) this is a weekly show in which every week Devin and I take your favorite and or least favorite intellectual properties and we make an original character in that property um sometimes uh, like right now joined by a very special guest star um, uh, which in this case, um, uh, is a new guest to the show. And whenever we have a new guest to the show, we always like to do a little getting to know you by asking them about one thing that they think is overrated and one thing that they think is underrated. Um, which I warned you was going to happen before the show started, but I'm yeah. betting that you have already, um, uh, got nervous I, enough that you forgot to come up with an answer in advance.
2: I have underrated, but I I'm struggling with overrated. I'm I'm underrated, is. Uh, the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Uh, that run of that character uh, got a lot of flack. And I thought it was really cool. Uh, overrated? I am going to say... The uh, the Taco Bell breakfast menu. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think it's that great. So true, besties. <laughs> so true.
1: As a known Taco Bell hater... Um, I support any Taco Bell hate.
2: I, I am, this is, this is something that I've gone into in my, uh, snacks podcast, uh, Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks, at House of Snacks on Twitter, getting the plugs in early. Yeah, Um, have me on so I can talk about
1: Flavors of Pussy.
2: Oh, yes, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, I will do, I absolutely will do that. I'm not joking at all. (laughs) Um, Neither am I. Okay, good, good. Uh, so, so, I, I... I'm a lover of Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell a lot, but Taco Bell has declined over the past several years, and it's, it's made me very sad. Um, I, was, I, I, I started my failed marriage in a Taco Bell. Oh my um, God. That's a Holy fun shit. fact about me. Yeah, I- um, We're getting to know each other pretty fast here, huh? On yeah, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I met an efficient and my now ex-wife, uh, in a Taco Bell in Olympia, Washington. Congratulations um, on that, by the way. With, with yeah, thank you. Uh, the, the divorce is final as of like a, a week ago. Um, and uh, uh, one of her friends was violently hungover, managed not to puke in the Taco Bell, but did in the car both to and from. Uh, we had a garbage bag. It was fine. Uh, <laughs> well, if you had a garbage bag. Yeah. That's fine then. Yeah. So it was fine that somebody was violently sick while as I was driving them both to and from my quote unquote wedding. <laughs> it's always fun uh,
1: seeing how people interpret the like underrated and overrated question because like half of people um, like assume it's about like whatever subject that we're talking about. like they'll like try to come up with an underrated or overrated wrestler. and like half of right. people interpret it as just like anything and they'll talk about Taco Bell. Uh, um, and I think you kind of split the difference here, right? <laughs> yeah, like,
2: yeah, <laughs> which I've never seen that happen before.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the fiend Bray Wyatt was on my mind. Um, is not by no means my favorite wrestler, but I just I see that run of that character get a lot of flack and I don't appreciate it.
0: Well, it did single-handedly um, kill Seth Rollins.
2: It, I think, I think that <laughs> Seth <it>. Rollins
0: <laughs> was dead in the water
2: uh, it, way, b- well before uh, that that whole feud. We um, can talk they,
0: about his Twitter spat with Will Ospreay, but you—that was a shit match, and you know it.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I, was the Twitter spat part of the actual storyline? I loved. I am, I am, I am, I am a controversial lover of the Bray Wyatt, Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell match. Um, I know that that is unpopular. That is a uh, hot take. It is an extremely hot take. Um, I have, I have, I, 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 mean, this was years ago, but I spent a lot of time defending that match on the internet, um. I've I've chosen to kind of uh, uh, back down uh, for the most part, but obviously I've brought it back up. I, in fact, okay, here's a, 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 a dead and buried podcast that I used to make. Um, it was, it's called The Big Match Minute. Um, it, we, we took wrestling matches and talked about them one minute at a time. Um, we didn't do the Seth Rollins, uh, Bray Wyatt, Hell in a Cell match, um, because that admitted, like that... It's not a good enough match to do uh, a minute at a time, but you know what was Bray Wyatt versus John Cena. Yeah. Uh, A good match. The Firefly Funhouse (laughs) match. That was a blast to break down into tiny chunks and talk about every single one. Uh, I had a great time doing that.
0: Listen, your podcast was dead, and so was that crowd for that Seth Rollins-Brett Wyatt match.
2: <laughs> okay, okay, but that was bad. WWE crowds sucked around that time. Everybody there was there to have a bad time, and anytime anything bad happened, it was CM Punk and AEW Chance. They weren't... They weren't... At, they weren't... the <sighs> I, it's I get not mad at WWE
0: fans fault that the well has been poisoned for fucking 20 years of garbage.
2: It's they're okay, Listen, I'm not going to defend everything I, that the product was had going on there, but I think I think there was some 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 bad faith coming into some of that. I
0: think I am here all day to listen. If you're gonna tell me that all wrestling fans are smelly and have bad opinions, but also yes. that match was garbage,
2: this is what I'm saying. I I mean, I I enjoyed that match. I mean, it's two. It's unfortunately two wrestlers that I am like just just practically branded with markdom for. Um, Seth is one of my guys. Bray is one of my guys. Um, I, I I simply cannot turn my back on them. Um, I, I I of course, I do myth Seth's stupid little blonde streak, but I um, do too. I've gotten over
0: it. <laughs> Listen, every wrestling fan has a terrible. I own Cody Rhodes is one of, if not my favorite modern wrestler. <laughs> and all of his shirts are dog shit, and I own the one that says Daddy eats first and it just, it looks awful, and I don't oh, wear it. I just boy. own it.
2: <laughs> okay, okay. So speaking of daddy, this Jesus Christ. Daddy Magic?
0: Are we talking <laughs> about the independent wrestler?
2: Uh uh, so actually, I think I'm due to talk about a different end of uh, who's daddy magic? I'm forgetting who that is.
0: I I only know him because I've heard of the term in past and just like, that's a fun gimmick. Okay. I hope you go places.
2: So so what I wanted to talk about. What I, what I, cause I, I thought, I know y'all are talking about wrestling like three times today. So I, I knew like, here's a pocket of wrestling that's probably not going to get brought up. I'm yeah. Here's really, a little
1: fun fact for the audience is that we're recording all three of the wrestling episodes on the same day. It's going to come <laughs> yeah. out like over the course of like three weeks, but Do we're marathoning to rip down the
2: curtain on, on that. But uh, yeah. 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 Um, so, so I'm into, I'm really into deathmatch wrestling. Oh, me um, too. <laughs> Really?
0: <laughs> it came oh, up on the slasher shit. episode we lost. And Amber was just in the corner sad when I explained that Nick Gage almost killed fucking Dewey from the Scream movies.
2: Oh my God. Okay, great, great. Okay, so um, did you see um Effie versus Pero, the last daddy standing match a couple <laughs> years ago? Yeah, I did. <laughs> that match was whipped fucking oh my god okay i had, i didn't know i was going to be coming on but you know yeah get asked me to, to come on to a wrestling met a podcast you don't you don't always expect someone to know uh, the weird little corners of wrestling trivia that was my match of the year that year that match <laughs> blew my fucking mind that match made me so fucking happy i love both of those two um effie i have met Effie i think two or three times now um One of my friends bought me a cameo from Effie for my birthday a couple years ago. It's a treasured memory. I actually bought my ex-wife... A cameo when she signed the divorce papers uh and it was effie <laughs> roasting her for taking a long time to sign the divorce papers um, Is this in like
1: a in like a playful fun way that everybody yeah, was talking yeah, yeah, about? yeah, yeah okay yeah
2: she, she thought it was funny when right. i sent the cameo over like like and and it was you know you, you, <sighs> there's a whole thing about like like, cause it wasn't that she didn't want to sign them. It was that she had to find a fucking notary in Canada that would notarize United States documents. Like it's understandable, but I still had to roast her cause it took like two years. Fucking deathmatch is so great because everybody, a lot of people talk about, you know, oh, wrestling is, is performance art and it's, it's got all this, you know, pathos and everything like that. And people kind of tee-hee around, oh, wrestling's kind of gay, because it's like dudes fighting in their underwear. Wrestling's fucking kink, and that's what I love about deathmatch wrestling, is because men and women, and sometimes non-binary people, covered in their own fucking blood, slapping the shit out of each other. And I think
0: that's beautiful. <laughs> it's the fucking
1: fact. It's pretty good. We do love blood. We love blood here. This is a pro-blood podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. Fucking shout out to Jimmy Havoc's Reign of Terror and Progress. It's one of my favorite championship reigns of all time.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes. There was, I was actually, I spent like 20 minutes looking around on Twitter trying to find, um, when there was, when John Wayne Murdoch and Alex Colon were feuding, um, there, there was a thing where like, like, Alex Colon fucked up John Wayne Murdoch's arm with a gusset plate so bad that he was like, after the match, he was selling on on the ground and there's there's like a close-up that somebody made a gif of the blood just leaking out of his arm and you could literally see his pulse because the blood would like spurt, spurt, spurt. Um, I tried to find that gif because I wanted to talk about it on this podcast because I'm a fucking sicko. Um, and he quote tweeted it, uh, because like during a bunch of that match, like Alex Clone kept calling him a pussy. The whole like match was built around like, oh, you're not really hardcore. I'm fucking hardcore. And, um, he quote tweeted that gif and he just said, uh, keep calling me a pussy. It just makes my dick harder. (laughs) And,
0: (laughs) God, (laughs) wrestling's great i fucking so i know he's persona non grata because he was the one who like his outing started the speaking out movement but oh I, yeah i i very complicatedly love david star and his hardcore match with nick gage where mm. he wraps he wraps the fucking crucifix he wraps uh-huh. the fucking crown of thorns that's barbed wire around nick gage's head and punches him yeah. in the face oh ah! Oh. what a moment
2: whoa yeah 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 god i got i've I've got a few people who who i'm like i i've got i've got a little little cell in my mind that's just like oh okay r.i.p all of the speaking out people they're dead they're gone uh they suck but ah, uh, there was some cool matches in there fuck
0: Oh, what, a, what a week for wrestling Twitter when you're like, yeah, the wrestling oh business is better than the old days. Then you're like, oh, no, it's still filled with fucking monsters. It's still, it's
2: still just thick with, filled with monsters. The independent scene is, is absolutely chock-a-block full of them. Um, seems like it might be better now, but it's maybe not great. I don't know. I, I keep hearing little stories where I'm like, oh, no, not him, not uh-huh. them.
0: Shout, shout out the fucking ladder wars that uh, gorillas of destiny and the briscoe had. Holy shit!
2: <laughs> oh my god! Yes, yes. When wrestlers I, I... bleed,
0: <laughs> uh huh. When wrestlers bleed for the adulation of a crowd, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I I when when all of the 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 stuff at the royal rumble with like kevin owens and Sami zayn was happening, I was like excitedly trying to explain like. Fifteen years of ROH history, like of the whole like Kevin Steen and El Generico stuff, like to my girlfriend because she like just she she got into wrestling basically as we have been hanging out, um and so so I was I I was like excitedly telling her like no no, no okay so you, you see that guy he used to do a thing where people would spit their gum at him and he would just pick it up off the ground and put it into his mouth it's like the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life and she was just looking at me. Of bewildered because it's a weird thing to say.
0: Because sometimes people say we're destined to do this dance forever, and with, yeah. with wrestlers, you really can't point to like a decade when they did it. Mm-hmm. It's hard for new mm-hmm. people to understand. Did you did you see the
2: thing where I, I I saw some some like wrestling archivist was had been like looking for the very first uh, generico steam match that ever happened and. Like, they had been writing about, like, on Twitter, like, I've been looking for this. And then they get a DM at, like, 2 a.m. from Kevin Owens <laughs> with a, it, it, it's it's him, like, with his, he's pointing his iPad at his TV screen. And there's a VHS on the TV screen of the very first Stenerico match. Uh, and you can literally like hear him breathing in the background. <laughs> he just DM'd it to this random I- internet historian so that we would have a, 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 the the copy of the very first Steinerico match. Um, and I think that's beautiful.
0: That is incredible. What a what a moment so Amber, yeah, right um is there any direction <laughs> Hi, you'd devin. like or we could keep going on like this because apparently <laughs> not only because reggie speaks wrestling but lilith you speak my kind of wrestling <laughs> you're welcome devin
1: you're welcome for getting this guest on for you happy so, birthday don't ever say so we can anything just for do you. this
0: for a while <laughs>
1: I mean, half of the reason that we're doing these wrestlings is just to give Devin an excuse to, like, do this. Um, and I definitely wanted to, like, let you two just go for, like, 15 minutes um, so that, A, um, I can work that out of Devin's system a little bit. B, the people who are listening to this who know about wrestling can, I don't know, get their wrestling content. But then also, C, um, that I have been listening the whole time uh, so that I can try to lean a, a wrestling a re- lean our OC Towards the things that we've been talking about here, to the best yeah. that I
2: currently understand them, because we're making yeah no go. I I want to make a dirt bag who bleeds a lot. Like that's base level. That's what I want to do. Um, I I that's that's if we're making if we're if we're turning this back to a, a an OC, like which we are. I I want to make a dirtbag who bleeds a lot. That's the base. That is the the base level of my Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And we can figure (laughs) out how to fill it out
0: from there. A real Johnny Thumbtacks motherfucker from Germany. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait, is it Thumbtack Jack? Is that who you're
2: talking (laughs) about? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 guy who was in the match where uh, Nick Gage almost fucking died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and he was pissed because Nick Cage
2: didn't continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a fucking scumbag. <laughs> oh.
1: Sometimes I hear about Nick Cage on Twitter, mostly from Lilith. Probably it's Lilith largely is doing that. Uh, and every single time I see it, my brain has to autocorrect out of Nicholas Cage. I have to be yeah. like, no, no, no. This I, is a wrestler. She's talking about wrestler. One,
2: one time, I saw so I told my I, I told my girlfriend I I think like this like uh, uh like like a few months ago because there were rumblings that it seemed like because they were leading up to a a, a a title versus career match against John Moxley and I was like oh shit Nick Gage might retire and my girlfriend like looked at me like really concerned and she was like what where did you hear this and I was like. I, 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 like, made to double pronounce the G uh, next time I said it, and she was like, oh, oh okay, whatever. Because um, <laughs> she, you know, she cares a lot about uh, that gentleman with the crazy hairline, but maybe not as much about about my. The the,
0: the famous actor man is more famous than the man who shoot, went to jail for robbing a bank with no mask and has a career taking yeah. pizza blades to people's foreheads. Is yeah. that
1: out of character? Is that real out of character shit? <laughs> that's real out of character oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to jail. Um, he's a nice okay. guy. Sometimes going to jail is something that just happens to people. That's not, um, out of, that's not unusual.
2: What, hey, he's, he said trans rights on Cameo several times, and that's cool. That's, uh, that's another person who I've gotten a Cameo for as a birthday present. Yeah, and he promised Was me that he Was saying trans would, rights? He didn't say trans rights that time um he did say that he would break a light tube over my head next time i saw him um but Sick. my my friend clover knows that i i want that to happen to me right so this was this was by re- uh, request
1: right <laughs> figured um so last time i wanted last time on the previous episode i really wanted to um like get a sense of. Like, I, I started with, okay, what promotion is our wrestler in? Because that's, like, my understanding of, like, the different subspaces in wrestling that we mm-hmm. can, like, subdivide these episodes into to give them some, like, differentiation for each other. Do Like, is that still something that applies with the kind of wrestling that we're talking about here?
2: I mean, usually you'll have uh, these kinds of wrestlers. They will wrestle in a lot of different promotions, but they'll have, like, a few that I would call like their home promotions somewhere like icw no holds barred gcw um you get over into like the the J- japanese stuff um i guess iwa mid-south is still going i don't know what, what are some other de- i always like uh no peace underground that's obviously that's where uh effie versus Paro happened um i don't know uh Devin, are there any other uh deathmatch promos deathmatch focused promos that you can think of
0: nothing comes to mind but you brought up japanese death matches and i just do need to say japanese death matches are built fucking different <laughs> yeah they are yeah they are <laughs> japan <laughs> oh does god. not fuck around and did i just you see i just real quick want to shout out fucking pentagon junior versus vampiro that's one of my favorite death yes. matches of all time
2: <laughs> oh my god did you so so matt you know matt Trema. Matt Tremont, I assume you know of Matt Tremont. Yeah. Okay, so he retired, and then like a year and a half later, um, he came out of retirement so that he could do an exploding ring death match with Onita. Uh, <laughs> and then immediately, I okay, I saw the I saw the match. Honestly, it's one of the like I've watched a lot of exploding ring death matches. This is one of the craziest pyros I've ever seen for an exploding ring death match, Um, and Tremont went. He was retired, he unretired, and then he was in the hospital burn unit for a week. (laughs) It was
0: nuts. Pro wrestling. Did you see the match where fucking Joey (laughs) Janela like broke every bone in his leg? because an old dude jumped off a building into a fucking dumpster with him on his back
2: yes of course the the classic that was um that was uh zandig right yeah zandig (laughs) did that to him yeah yeah oh my god at uh uh that would have that would have been at uh i think that would have been in one of the early tournament of survivals if i'm not
0: mistaken
2: um janela
0: is a king of bad decisions
2: Joey Janella Joey Janella makes oh my god okay I have I have a Joey Janella story. One time Joey Janella was doing commentary at uh for No Peace Underground and um I I I enjoyed Joey Janella For a lot of reasons. I also find Joey Janela extremely annoying. uh, Especially when he's doing commentary. Like just Joey Janela talking. um, Is not. I I find him much more compelling as a wrestler. Than I do as a talker. And I started shit talking him. On Twitter. As he was doing commentary. (laughs) And then. He. I did not fucking tag him. He was name searching between matches. And. (laughs) started replying to me and I was immediately like dude I'm watching the stream you have better things to be doing right now
0: I love it I love it because shout out to Bachamania who said the proud post-match tradition of name searching your thing on wrestling gifts Twitter. (laughs) but I love it I love it when you tweet about a wrestler and they name searched you like the the last what was the big Hoss match and like the R quotes last ROH final battle before they got bought by AEW? But I tweeted, oh. out, I tweeted at one of them, and I was like, "This was fucking awesome," and they retweeted me, and I was like, "Thanks." Thanks
2: yeah, yeah, man. that's I. I think I, I made a, twos, a, a tweet, a tweet, a quote, the tweet something to the effect of like, "You can I, the they'll never know about it," but. I really love an indie wrestler if I haven't turned their retweets off
0: because I find that shit so profoundly annoying. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Shout out to Piper Niven. She liked my fan art once, even replied with words. Wow.
1: So (laughs) um, there was a a big reaction about uh, the Japanese matches. Yeah. Um, so we can go in that direction otherwise if there are any other like particular like promotions that um, not necessarily even your favorite ones but ones that you think have a lot of potential or ones where you would like to see a dirt bag who bleeds a lot in and then once we've picked something like talk me through a couple of the big names who wrestled in there so I can get the sense of like Who's there? What we're missing? What sort of tone we're working in?
2: I feel like if I'm gonna give you a lot of a lot of dudes, um, I do think I need to stay stateside because I, as much as I love uh, d- Japanese death matches, there's not a promotion over there that I like follow. Um, there's a couple guys that I follow, um, but like, I think I think let's let's. Let's talk about ICW No Holds Barred because that's honestly, that's probably my favorite deathmatch promotion going right now. Um, there's there's a lot of like uh, Akira, the Death Samurai. Um, he's one of my favorite guys going right now. Uh, fucking rules. Um, we got, who else do we got? John Wayne Murdoch, who I talked about earlier. He works there a lot. Um, Neil Diamond Cutter. Uh, he rules. Uh, I think he's getting kind of old, though, these days. Uh, Matt Tremont, the bulldozer. He fucking rules. He's just this big, fucking friendly as hell dude, but who will just get cut up and bleed a lot. Um, should I be describing these guys more? Or yeah, like... I mean, like, like, yeah, give me like a sentence or
1: two on some of, okay. the, some of the top guys.
2: Okay, okay. So, Akira, the Death Samurai, he. I'm sorry. There's gonna be like mechanical keyboard sounds on my audio track. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Um, one
1: mechanical keyboard sounds, um, while they are famously hated and nobody likes listening to them, um, uh, we do have the power of an editing software. Um, That's to true. Cut around them. So
2: yeah, Akira. He's a cool guy. He's got this like red mohawk. He uh, he always wrestles in like white shorts, which I he doesn't always wrestle in white shorts, but I really liked white shorts era Akira. Uh, Because he bled on his shorts a lot, and that was cool. He, uh, God, character. He he used to he he had an eye patch for a while. That was a real cool look. Um, That was fun. Um, I'm trying to get into like like trying to think about like character wise. How do I describe Akira? He's not married, but he's super a wife guy. Uh, Perfect. Okay, got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. His girlfriend, uh, Masha Slamovich. Um, she also rules. They've done death matches against each other, which is awesome. Give me another one. Give me another one. Um, okay. Who's I just want like, like a
1: small breath, a co- like one or two sentences about a couple of people.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? Jimmy Lloyd. Let's fucking talk about Jimmy Lloyd. He's, he's a different boy. Uh, that's like his thing. He's, he's the different boy. Um, Jimmy fucking Lloyd is... Is is a young man who looks like he is made out of mo- Mountain Dew and Hot Pockets, and kind of kind of acts like <laughs> like honestly, when I say like a dirtbag who bleeds, like Jimmy Lloyd is kind of my like platonic ideal in my mind. Um, I I have seen that man like he had a pair of scissors like stuck in his arm once, which was terrifying and awesome. Um, I uh. uh...
0: <laughs> I love Boliano matches.
2: Oh, yeah. How did I not think of Ricky Shane Page? Fucking Ricky Shane Page, who he used to be... uh, He's the the deposed... I don't know. He kind of deposed himself, but uh, the former leader of this team of little goons from Ohio. Um, And their whole deal was we're from Ohio and we suck. And he has the... The best fucking shit eating <laughs> grin you've ever seen in your life. And and they were just just weird little toadies who would like like steal championships and shit and just like, yeah, we're from Ohio. You, you we're fucking great. And they were great. I loved them. Um 440 is still running. They're just no longer affiliated with Ricky Shane Page because Ricky Shane Page turned his back on Atticus Kogar. Atticus Kogar. Another great dude. He's the Silver Teeth Satan. He's literally got silver teeth on his uh um like he's got like whatever the the caps are on his uh, on his top teeth, and he's just the fucking devil. He's just the meanest fucking dude. He's always talking about how like he wants to scoop people's eyes out or like just do horrible violence to them. Um, and he's fun and I love him and. He's adorable. There was a uh, a thing that a friend of mine started where she was shipping Atticus Kogar with Akira, um, which was funny and fun to me because, I don't know, shipping indie wrestlers is funny because, like, they see that shit. Um, Wrestling's the but- best
0: because how many other art forms can I go, hey, remember the time that Will Ospreay put an axe to the back of Jimmy Havoc's head, and it was the most homoerotic thing I've ever seen.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's so much, like, deeply violent homoerotic shit. It's, uh, it's so
0: good. So many of these death matches would be solved if they could just say I love you to each
2: other. (laughs) Right? Right? Oh, my God. Like... Like, okay, so Atticus Kogar, his fucking signature move is he takes like a fistful it, it, it he kinda got it from Masada, who's kind of a shithead. Um, but uh um he takes like a, a bundle of like barbecue skewers and just jams them
0: into your forehead. I fucking uh, hate and, I hate that spot in all of its incarnations. It gets me every it, it has never it, failed to get a reaction out of me.
2: It's one of my favorites of the whole world because I love when they let go and it like looks ah. like a fucking rooster thing like sticking out of someone's forehead. That's the funniest thing in the world to me, because it's like gross and disgusting, but also really funny.
0: Oh okay. that's uh. me
2: every time. So I have I
1: have I have I have three like real quick ten yeah. second pitches. Um, Let me know if any of these strike your fancy feel like they're like the direction that you'd be interested in going. Yes. Um, Pitch one. um, Dude is like a 1950s greaser throwback, um, rides up to the stage on a motorcycle, uh, fully gets out a switchblade when he's in the ring. Um, 1950s greaser throwback. Okay. Pitch two. um, uh, We go meta with it. Um, the guy is, like, in his story, like, a dom out of a sex club. Um, but also, like, clearly a really, really bad dom. Like a like a shitty one who doesn't listen to people, and we hate him about that. Um, but also he, like, does, like, lean into the aesthetic of it a lot. Um, pitch 3, um, you have the guy's, like, a doctor. Um, but, like, a doctor who also, I don't know, like, gets... Um, Uh, more like angry, more powerful when he's in pain. And so he uses his medical knowledge to like stick knives or whatever in himself to get more, you know, angry and powerful or whatever. Those are my three. Any of those feel like the direction. Am I in the right area?
2: You, you are absolutely in the right area. And I, I have, I have three very funny things to say to you. One about each of (laughs) your pitches. Are they all people who already exist? No, no. The first two are both. <laughs> this is this is really funny. The first one is a creator wrestler that I, if you gender bend it, it's a creator wrestler that I made in WWE 2K22. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, her name was Helen Wheels. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the second one. Is a creator wrestler that my ex-wife made in WWE, I want to say 2K18, called Frank North. He was a daddy-dom who beat the shit out of people. The third one is... Isaac Yankum's. (laughs) Well, okay, yes, Isaac (laughs) Yankum, but also, I'm forgetting the name, the guy who... The guy who was the doctor that the like, whose like true story of the mysterious murder of his wife was the basis for the film The Fugitive, also, like after he was acquitted for the murder, uh, the suspicious murder of his wife, went into wrestling and was the inventor of the move the mandible claw and his whole gimmick was i he used to be a surgeon so he knows all of these particular ways to hurt people i'm forgetting his name but he invented the mandible claw which is a very cool move i don't know what that is but i believe you uh the mandible claw is a cool move where a wrestler just sticks all his fingers in someone's mouth (laughs) and that makes them sad and hurt for some (laughs) reason
0: yeah, I as William it Regal would. described, it sad, <laughs> <it hurts. laughs> if the un- the the area in the mouth under the tongue has the most nerves, and if you clench it yes. to meet your thumb, you're pressing all those nerves down to the skin, causing an immense amount of pain. I, William Regal can describe the dumbest shit in wrestling and make it sound legit, and he's, he 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 has an art. He just has a <laughs> art. He is a wordsmith. G. I love you, William Regal.
2: Well, and that's that's the thing is this this former surgeon was like, yeah, you know, like this would actually hurt a ton if you did it. But you can also, you know, just like stick someone, stick your fingers in someone's mouth and it'll look bad. It's truly a versatile uh... (laughs) move because
0: it's Britt Baker's finisher with pure seriousness. Uh And it was McFoley's gimmick finisher where he shoved his dirty sock in your mouth. (laughs)
2: Exactly. It's the best.
0: I love the mandible claw. Okay. I, I like the greaser think, because that gives an opportunity think, to not only put cigarettes yeah. out on opponents, but himself. Yes. Ooh, yes.
2: Yes. Let's go with the greaser. Fuck Helen Wheels. Actually, Helen Wheels had a character change. She she got called up to the main roster, and they saddled her with a post-apocalyptic gimmick. That was just some fun I was having with the video game. It was entirely my decision, but I, I, I made it like, oh, Vince did a bad she, thing to my she character. She went from Cherry, <laughs>
0: the third member of Deuce and Domino, to Jessica Havoc? Yeah, yeah, essentially.
2: Um it, it it was uh it was it was it was fun, but I I, I just wanted to play with more out the WWE two ga- 2K games, 2K. Um, they're dress up games primarily. <laughs> and then there's wrestling in them, I guess. <laughs>
1: oh, I do love a dress up game.
2: Oh god. I I I've spent a problematic amount of time and money on those video games. Um but uh but yeah let's let's talk about our greaser i do love putting cigarettes out on people's faces that's 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 a spot i feel like doesn't probably doesn't get uh uh done because it's probably extremely unpleasant to happen in real life but uh fuck it let's daniel do it
0: mcdirtbag
2: his name is daniel, not daniel mcdirtbag
1: it's bad the but it's the up. first
0: thing to come to mind and where's your name amber
1: yeah, okay, it can be Daniel. i oh, fucking Johnny Ashes because
0: I put my cigarettes out in your face.
1: Johnny Ashes isn't bad. Johnny right, Ashes Johnny. isn't bad.
2: <laughs> I feel like... I feel like... He's... I feel like the most important character decision that we can make for Johnny Ashes is... What does he have monogrammed on the back of his cool jacket?
1: So, um first concept that comes to my mind uh-huh. um, is it's monogrammed with the name of like whichever wrestler we want to cast as his arch enemy as his rival figure yes um, because that just feels like I mean we want the erotic tension there right 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 yeah 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 and
2: then we just got to um. come up with a reason why it's there yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like says it says well, it says that name forever because he's like really leaning into like I I think one of my one of my favorite tropes in wrestling is um because it's it's something that I think can only be healthily explored in uh uh it, not only healthily explored in a in a uh a medium where the modem the mode of storytelling is beating the shit out of people, but like. I love you, so I can't stop fighting you. is so beautiful to me in wrestling specifically. So I think I think he's in love with his rival. I think he's in love with like some like some like cherubic baby face that that he's going up against, Um, and he just just can't stop putting out his cigarettes on (laughs) on this guy's face (laughs) on
0: Marco Stunt.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking. I feel like with I that mean, reaction it has to be whoever that is, right? We have to
1: put that as canon whatever that, was, that means.
0: That was my joke.
2: <laughs> we also can come up with someone else, but there was a big reaction I, there. I've I mean, I've 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 seen Marco's stunt take cum lube to the eye. Uh, during a wrestling match, and so it's not a bad idea.
0: Well, those didn't happen in his Brian Alvarez trilogy, where Brian beat the shit out of the stunt family. <laughs> no,
2: that was that was his match against Effie at uh, big gay brunch. Oh, that makes a lot um, of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, are we are we allowed to to bring back problematic faves? Because what if it was Velveteen Dream?
2: Oh my god! <laughs> I think I think we should. I think I think. I mean, what if we just? What if we just? We 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 take we reabstract from Velveteen Dream. We have a new wrestler whose whole gimmick is he's <laughs> Prince, basically. <laughs> is that, that? I mean, that was that was Vel, that was Dreams' whole gimmick. Yeah. Um, he, he was Prince, basically. Um and it ruled. It was awesome Sucked that he was like that. But uh I loved being able to watch
0: Prince basically beat the shit out of people. Prince get kicked in the face repeatedly by a fucking druic Swedish man who hates his yeah. own theme music. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which sucks, because I, I liked his theme music, but oh well.
0: Aleister Black coming out and no-selling his own theme music was one of the greatest pieces of character work, because <laughs> this fucking demon from, the tre- this demon from the bogs of dark fucking forests does not care that these people are making music, even though that song fucking <laughs> slaps. Oh, okay. God. If
1: we are... Um, like inventing secondarily a little side character for our greaser, for Johnny Ashes to be in love with and want to fight all the time. Um, yes. And our secondary side character is based on Prince. Um, Can we call him Duke?
2: Yes. That works. You know what? I think his name should be Duchess. That's better. You're right. That, that is better. <laughs> That's better. <laughs>
1: I like that a lot, and that means that Johnny Ashes has Duchess embroidered yes! in the back of his jacket.
0: Oh my God! Can okay, tell me if this is going too far, but I, I feel like he would he would name his bike Duchess, right? Because he rides Duchess down to the rig.
1: That's a lot of. That's a lot in this setup. Named Duchess. There's the rival's named <laughs> Duchess, and Johnny Ashes has also named his bike Duchess, and. <laughs> gotten Duchess engraved at the back of his jacket. And I imagine that the audience would be very confused about that a lot. And therefore, you would spend a lot of time in the ring, making sure that the logistics are clear to everyone. My name is Johnny Ashes. It says Duchess on my back because I'm trying to fight my rival Duchess. I'm in this match with some other fucker um, in order to fight my way up to be able to fight Duchess, the person whose name is engraved on my jacket, who is not me. And like,
2: <laughs> okay, what if what if the jacket? What if we add forever under Duchess? Perfect. That's great. Cause he he he's just he's just. No, no, that's
0: my Duchess that's is what's forever. embroidered on the back of his jacket. Oh my god! Oh my god!
2: Yes! <laughs> Holy shit! Absolutely!
1: <laughs> this is gayer than the pre than the last episode somehow. <laughs> I don't know how we. <laughs> <laughs> Use there as much glitter on it
2: as you want to. This is gayer than that. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. I, 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 okay, so, so, so going back to, to Effie, Effie, one of Effie's signature spots is, you know how, you know, somebody gets thrown into the ropes, and then they, they bounce back, and there's, like, a big move there, what Effie does is, Effie, uh, somebody gets, you know, bounce, runs into the ropes, bounces off, Effie just drops down to his knees and presents himself. Uh, at, at, at crotch level for the person who's bouncing back into him, um, and I think, I think that perhaps I don't know. Maybe jo- Johnny Ashes sh- should do possibly some gimmick infringement there. I think that that would be a really good spot for Johnny Ashes to steal. Here's my question: Is
1: Johnny Ashes the top, or is Johnny Ashes the bottom, or what's going on there? I think it's important mm-hmm. to know what exactly Johnny Ashes is. is- like physically doing here in his positioning.
0: You know what I think? I think Johnny Ashes is is someone who by circumstances has had to be a top for a very long time and is just so tired of it. And is very, like in every match with the rival, Johnny Ashes puts himself in the tree of woe and is like, (laughs) come on, hit me, do it. (laughs) Yes, he he's he, that's the thing. That's that's
2: why he's he's like he's like cutting his way through the rest of the roster because he's like nobody nobody will top for me because I'm tough and bad and cool. But t- I am I want I want to be topped. I'm too and it cool can only to be, be topped. you Duchess.
1: Okay, building on that, though, because we said we wanted this guy to bleed a lot, right? And I was kind of attached to the idea of him, like, bringing, like, a a, a switchblade into the fight because of the whole greaser's throwback thing. Um, So he brings the switchblade into the fight, but he also, like, has a habit of um, letting the other guy get a hold of it somehow. (laughs) It's just an accident that keeps happening.
2: He's he's he he's, he he keeps putting you know he gets all the grease in his hair and then butterfingers whoopsie you've got the knife somehow to oh the point no where you can like definitely tell like the
1: audience yeah. can all definitely tell what's happening but he used to like save face with it somehow uh
2: huh uh
1: huh uh huh. Does he win matches often? Do we th- like how is he as a wrestler? Do we think?
0: I think Johnny I think- Ashes goes on a fucking tear. <laughs> I think Johnny Ashes <laughs> goes on a tear through the division. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Like he keeps Johnny dropping his knife. Can't like other help people, himself, keep- but win. <laughs> other people keep getting the knife, and he keeps beating them anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's too good for his own gun. Yeah. That's why he knows only Duchess is good. I think Duchess is like at the top, like Duchess is the, the ace of the company has held the belt for like three fucking years. And, and it, it is like, you know, a, a is a foregone conclusion. Any title fight. And, and, and Johnny ashes is just, just, just trying to work his way up to, to, to earn that title fight
0: duchess is the hiroshi tanahashi of our fucking gross violent league
2: (laughs) yes
1: absolutely okay so i very rarely feel the need to to do this in this in this show but like it's a it's a well-compelled compelling enough or well composed compelling enough story that i kind of want to ask do we want to decide how it ends does he beat Duchess? What happens? Or do we want to leave that and our podcast listening audience um to draw their own conclusions
2: about that? I really like I feel like we leave that I I feel like we leave that open. There's so many ways for that to end. Okay. And I think it's a beautiful question mark. Um book it at home, you know? Uh-huh. Come up with your ideas uh-huh. like
0: I will say I, 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 I'm curious what your guys' idea for the ending is because if I if you, if I'm the booker here, it's it's it, it finally happens. Johnny gets what he wants. He puts himself in the tree of woe. He kisses the switchblade, hands it, to, <laughs> hands it to Duchess. and Duchess is like fuck it, you and steals the. I'm sorry, I love you, and just uses the switchblade, retains the title, but Johnny gets to go home happy because he got top.
2: I think that that's the ending. I think that comes after like it's always hard to the the the, the deathmatch promos because they are no uh, no disqualifications. It's hard to to book the uh the no finishes, but I think that comes after a series of like like I don't know, match stoppages or whatever because like wait, wait, Johnny was...
0: I have an idea Go remember ahead. remember the The moment in, I want to say, Kenny Okada 3, where Okada goes to hit the Rainmaker and Kenny just collapses. Yes. They just both collapse in a pile of their own
2: blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how, like, that's how, like, a few matches have happened, where they have just, like, tubes, thumbtacks, gusset plates. They have just shredded each other. And they just collapse in a pool of their own blood, like holding hands in like match one and two. And then three, Johnny finally gets the L he's been looking for.
0: My quest for an L.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think we can all relate to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tired of winning. Uh That's honestly... Um I love a promo. My favorite president to loved to talk about that. <laughs> about how I'd be tired of winning uh-huh. sometimes. Alright, <laughs> I, I feel like Johnny um is pretty well
1: composed at this point. Do we have anything else that we want to do before our fun fact apiece?
0: Oh. Um uh, Do we want to think of like entrance music?
2: Oh true. Oh my god. Okay. I I have a pitch. I'm listening. Let me stand next to your fire by Jimi Hendrix. There so I, I don't know that song. Neither of them
1: are bad. Let me let me give you a third pitch so that we have all made a pitch which is something out of the 50s. Yeah, he's a 50s guy. Yeah, he's We'd a pick 50s, 50s guy song for it.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. I just don't know what 50s songs are going to be like hard enough,
0: you know yeah yeah um can he come out to hop along Telantic pop stars just for the no one <laughs> no <laughs> he deserves you the way that i do it's tibetan pop stars that's not bad
1: oh <laughs> uh, but it is way not a mood setter at all for him other than lyrically
0: listen Every other wrestler in the world comes out to violent schlock. I love Jimmy I loved when Jimmy Havoc came out to I Hope You Suffer by AFI. It told you everything you need to know. I think I think it's funny yeah. if you go a little against type.
1: You guys are the experts. This is
0: this is stupid. What this okay. isn't it. He comes out to shiny happy people by AFI.
2: Or say this isn't quite the fifties still, but I think it's a a little bit more more appropriate. Last kiss by J. Frank Wilson and the Cavaliers. is that, weir- that, that weird old
0: song about a fucking car crash. I feel like that's-, that's... You know what? That has my seal of approval.
1: All right. If it's got both your seal of approval, I'm down for it. Yeah.
0: yeah. And now we enter one fun fact apiece. Okay,
2: so you know how... Like there's a few, there's few wrestlers who like 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 how Ric Flair would always wear like red trunks if he was gonna lose. Mm-hmm. I think that there is like there's like some equivalent to that, but of the color of handkerchief that's in the back pocket of Johnny Ashes's jeans.
1: What he's flagging? Oh, uh,
2: yeah, he's flagging, but he's flagging like like what's going to happen or like some sort of like, like, you know, uh, 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 significance uh, of the match. And like, that's a thing that people on the internet are going to obsess over of like, Oh, what's, what's what, what flag is Johnny flying today? And, and that's, that's like, there's some kind of like meta to that. I think that's, I think that's my fun fact
0: or whatever. My fun fact is that, the the human being playing Johnny Ashes is, is very adamant about not understanding the homoeroticism that Wrestling Twitter keeps bringing up. And he's just like, I don't get it. Why are you guys reaching? And like at the apex of it, he'll just respond with that clip of AJ Styles going to the gay community. <laughs> I think that halfway through
1: the season, he keeps using like some particular brand name of cigarettes and they get like mad about it. Um, oh my god! And so, like halfway through the season, he switches to like hand rolling his own cigarettes, um, uh, which of course he like also like takes every pack and prints My Duchess on it as well.
2: Oh my god! No, he. he I, I think he also does. I, I think instead of the 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 pack, he does the super anime shit of like writing My Duchess on the cigarette. Oh my god! Yeah. Iconic.
0: He's got merch that says our Duchess.
2: <laughs> oh. I love Johnny Ashes. <laughs> I want I want to see Johnny Ashes in real life so bad. This is a really good character. I like I'm mad that this person doesn't exist. This I'm is a-
0: so down for Johnny Ashes.
2: <laughs> I would be a huge Johnny Ashes mark.
1: I love that this character is coming so late in the show. This was um this is a really really good episode as far as I'm concerned, and a really really good character. Um please let us know if there's any franchises you want to come on to season two for, because you were great at this.
2: I I I will absolutely do that. I would love to. Um this is this is a very fun format for a show. I, I I I do I the time that I did listen to this show, I really did enjoy it. Um which episode I, did you uh, listen to?
0: I don't fucking remember. Okay, it was sure. like
2: one of the first ones. Okay. It was like, yeah, or near the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, No worries. Thanks for
0: liking the format because the only compliments we ever yeah. get are about the, <laughs> like, our back and forth. And I'm always like, well, I'd, I'd hope I have good chemistry with Amber. We've known each other for a decade.
2: Yeah, yeah, y'all are fun, but, like, this is also just a great, like, format for a show. Like, I, I, I love this. I'm putting
1: um, a This is a Good Show a plug at the end of every <laughs> single one of these <laughs> final episodes. Every wrestling episode, <laughs> we're going out of the season. I'm taking a minute to be like, this show rules. Everyone who helped us put the show together rules. You rule. Everyone listen listened to it rules. What a good podcast, IMO. Fuck
0: yeah. I love that. Speaking anyway, of game-ish. Speaking of getting your shit in, Lily, yeah. would you like to plug anything? Yeah.
2: Um, I have a handful of podcast. I have two podcasts. One of them, um, is sort of, sort of off season. I make an actual play show called ghost puncher core. Um, it's, uh, think of like, I don't know. It's, it's like a, it's, a, it's like a monster of the week show, but everything's fucking satanic and metal as hell. Um, that's that's basically it. I, I came up with a Monster of the Week hack for it. That's going to be coming out sometime in the next few years. Because, um, like, I'm doing art and layouts for it right now. Um, I, I make another podcast called uh, Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks, where me and my best friend review snacks. Um, at some point, I'll was... be on
1: it to talk about Flavors of Pussy.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I initially started making podcasts, at, like... Like I made the big match minute, and then Diet Coke, and Lilith ha- House, Diet Fuck, that other show, um, with with my best friend because I was like, oh, you know, actual play podcast. There's so much lore, everybody has to listen to, you know, this whole long thing in order. But then Diet Coke and Lilith House of Snacks has so much fucking lore to it that there's a wiki now oh that somebody made. Um, there's like multiple character, like there's. A- One of the major characters of Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks, the Snack Keeper, has died twice and then resurrected both times. What the fuck are you Uh, talking about? Yeah. Yeah. The Snack Keeper is a demon that lives in the basement of the House of Snacks.
0: This is not just a snack
2: podcast. No, it's not just a snacks podcast. It's also like a weird long form improv thing where there's like characters and demons and there's a toddler who manages
0: a target. Um there's a whole You're lot sure. of stuff.
2: Why not? Well, well, listen,
0: I'll become a lore master if you let me on an episode of your real play show.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Um I I we're we're actually we're we're doing some some act, uh, like some guest stuff right now um i think we're all full up on guests but i'll fucking let you know um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, uh uh it's good stuff um yeah how at house of snacks and at ghost puncher 666 on twitter if you're looking for those that's snacks with uh, an
1: x correct yeah just wanted to make sure that we got uh, that in there
2: what what wait
1: what was that? House of snacks. Oh with yeah. X. yeah, just wanted
2: to... Oh yeah, house of snacks with an X. Yes, uh, because it's a play on House of Wax. Because it's like a horror themed snacks podcast. Cute. That's like the whole cute fun thing. Yeah, and I'm at Death Carpets on Twitter. If you want to follow me, I'm sometimes funny. Sometimes I just complain a lot. Complaining rocks. Oh. Um, <laughs> Trying to get one last plug in for complaining. If have you haven't
0: complained recently, <laughs> give it a try. Oh, bon appetit! And if you use promo code OGPODNOSTEAL at complainingorg.central, you'll actually get five complaints for free that all of your friends will have to hear and agree with you on. Yeah. <laughs> Thank
1: you, everybody, for joining us for this week's episode of Original Podcast Do Not Steal. Join us on next week's episode of Original Podcast Do Not Steal when we do our third and final. Uh, wrestling episode and then we'll never ever do another wrestling episode ever again no matter how much devin complains um unless we decide to <laughs> um my name has been amber autumn she her
0: my name has been prince devin he him it's amazing how little time i've spent talking about either david star or cody rhodes just lets you know how much wrestling there is and how much i can talk about it
2: and my name is lilith she they um and uh Nick Gage is a beautiful man, and I want to give him a little kiss on the forehead, but I don't think he'd let me. (laughs) Our theme music is 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 by Kyle Alicia,
1: uh, whose music you can find at therealragnerock.bandcamp.com. Sorry, I just wanted to get that in there before we signed out.
0: Oh, no, it's all good. And you know what else is all good? Giving Devin fat stacks of cash, which is the goal of the podcast, Uh to monetize my friendship with Amber and Amber's Uh friendships with other people and my friendships with other people until I'm making sweet, sweet money doing stupid ad reads for Casper Mattress or whoever the fuck. Come on, don't you want me, a person whose podcast gets four listens, to read ads for fucking HelloFresh and their union-busting ways? I won't bring that part up when I do the ad read. Come on, HelloFresh. Anyway, this episode was
1: brought to you by Taco Bell.
2: (laughs) Okay, uh, bye. Bye. Bye.